Welcome to the sermon podcast of the Potter's House Church in Virginia Beach, affiliated with Christian Fellowship Ministries. Our vision is winning souls, making disciples, and planting churches. Make sure to subscribe from wherever you're listening to continue hearing life-changing messages every week. These powerful messages are sure to inspire you and keep you on track. Whether it's our late founder, Pastor Wayman Mitchell, or any of your favorite fellowship leaders worldwide, including Pastors Joe Campbell, Paul Stevens, Mark Olson, Tom Payne, Harold Warner, Richard Ruby, and many more, get ready to hear from God through this message. Matthew chapter 9, we're going to read verses 14 and 15 this morning. I want to preach a message I've entitled, Preparing for Your Breakthrough. Preparing for Your Breakthrough. In life, we prepare or pre-plan for most events. If you think about athletes, as we, you know, you know, here at Ohio, you know, uh, Ohio State Buckeyes, you know, just beat Clemson. And, uh, and so now they're going to the national championships. They're going to face Alabama. Athletes of any type of caliper prepare. You don't just wake up uh, uh, the day before the game, the day before the event, and just uh, there's a lot of preparation. They get prep- proper sleep, and so they're monitoring how much sleep they get. Uh, they get mentally prepared, right? You know, if it's a, if it's a uh, very aggressive type sport, you get mentally psyched, you uh, you prepare beforehand, you, you think about your moves, you mentally prepare, um, you're, you're, you're preparing your body physically, they're eating uh, proper nutritious meals, uh, you know, I've heard about runners as, just before they're going to run a marathon or any type of, uh, of sport that's going to deplete you, uh, they're, they're eating very high carb, high sugar meals such as uh, spaghetti and, and uh, things of that nature, and so in life, everybody prepares uh, beforehand, and uh, they do some pre-planning for most events in life. Think about vacations, and so I just jotted down a few uh, as I was putting this sermon together. I just jotted down a few things that you and I don't wake up Sunday morning and just simply say, you know what, let's go to California. We're leaving tomorrow. It wouldn't work. It's, you know, that flying by the seat of your pants. Most people, I'm not saying that there's not people out there that don't do that. There are people that do that, and you, you know, uh, you may be one of them, or you may know somebody who does that, but most people in life, and when you're talking about a vacation, think about it for a moment, financially, you're preparing weeks, months ahead of time. You're thinking, hey, I want to go to visit Florida. I want to go uh, North Carolina, California, wherever it is, and it's going to cost me X amount of dollars. I'm going to be off of work for so many days. And so financially, you begin to prepare. Hotels, you don't just show up in a you know strange city and just start knocking on doors. Well, let's see if they got any vacancies. Is there any hotels available? Especially if you're going around an event where there's going to be a lot of people at the event. You're looking ahead. You're preparing, amen, for the hotel. Airlines, if you're going to fly, amen, you don't just say, well, I'll wait until the day that we're leaving and check the airlines. You know, weeks, months ahead, when we're flying the conference, we months ahead of time, we're checking the prices. We're checking availability. We want one-way flights. We don't want layovers, things of that nature. And so you're preparing, amen, car rental if you're going to drive. Uh, you're looking at the rates, the car rentals, availability. Do they have a car your size? I remember in 
Texas, we used to run a 16-passenger van, and we would drive from Texas to Arizona to go to a men's rally every year. And so uh, you can just show up at a car rental and say, hey, we want a 16-passenger van. You have to prepare ahead of time. Call them. Let them know, hey, when you get one coming through, hold on to it. We need it this date and this day. And so they'll do that for you. So there's a lot of prep work when you're talking about vi- uh, vacations, weather, amen, especially if you're going to go somewhere where you're going to do any outdoor activities. You're checking the weather. Is this a good month? Is this a good week uh, to travel to that location? What's the, what's the weather like? If you have animals, this throws an added extra complication in. I'm putting that in there because we have a dog. Uh, you know, if you have a cat, a dog, amen, maybe you have a pet lizard, uh, amen, a fish or anything like that, amen, you're talking about one, you're going to have to find somewhere for the dog to stay, man, a family member's house, or maybe somebody comes over and waters the cat, amen, uh, feeds the fish, amen, whatever it is. So, you, you know, there's a lot of preparation. What about the house, right? If you have plants, somebody to come over and uh, turn the pl- uh, water the plants. I remember as a boy, my next door neighbor across the street was going on a vacation and his wife had all kinds of green plants. And so, uh, you know, at 10, 11 years old, they paid me to come over to their house every other day and water his wife's plants and turn the lights on at night and turn them back off in the morning to kind of, you know, uh, make it look like they are there and normal activity was going on in the house. Stopping your mail. Right. Amen. And so all these things, amen, work and getting off time. And do you have enough time? And all this prep work goes into just simply one event. And that's vacation. What about our breakthrough? What about our spiritual walk with God? What about the areas of our lives where we want God to move? I think the fallacy, amen, sometimes as Christian men and women, is we just simply think, amen, that we're going to go to sleep uh, and the next morning we're going to wake up in this miraculous breakthrough. You would think someone extremely foolish uh, if they planned for a vacation like that. They just went to bed and the next morning they woke up and they said, hey, man, I'm going to Florida today. Like, okay, it may work, but you're going to run into a lot of snags. You're going to have a lot of frustrations, you know, there's going to be a lot of things that you are not able to do, right? And, uh, and so why is it as Christian men and women, we have all these little uh, uh, areas of our lives that we plan weeks and months for, and we prepare and, uh, to make sure that it goes off without, uh, without a, a hitch, uh, But when it comes to finding and believing God for a breakthrough, we go to sleep and we just expect it to happen. Just like, amen, uh, uh, you know, we just want somehow, like it's just going to happen without any type of forethought or any type of preparation. I want to tell you, it's probably not going to happen. I'm not saying that God can't just simply drop a miracle. That's not what I'm saying this morning. But what I am trying to encourage all of us to do this morning, especially as we're looking at a brand new year, is to prepare to have a breakthrough year. It's not, most of the time, is not just going to happen. And I believe we'll find that in the, in the Bible. Let's look in Matthew chapter 9 and verses 14 and verses 15. Matthew chapter 9, verses 14 and verses 15. The Bible says, Then the disciples of John came to him, saying, Who do we, uh, or why do we and the Pharisees fast often and your disciples do not fast? Now listen to Jesus' response. Says, and 
Verse 15, and Jesus said to them, can the friends of the bridegroom mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them and then they will fast. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you this morning for your word. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We're asking you just to move in a supernatural way this morning. Help us, encourage us. Help us, God, this morning by your spirit break through. God, I pray your Holy Ghost would have right of way this morning. God, instruct us. God, bring us, God, to a place, God, that we can have a breakthrough in our lives. God, our families, our city, our community, uh, our church. God, every area of our lives, God, we give you praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So here comes the disciples of John, and they're concerned that Jesus' disciples don't fast. They're not believing. They're not fasting. Why? They're, they're just. And Jesus said something very powerful. Listen, if you're here this morning... And your life is just great and peachy and you're thinking, Pastor, I don't really need a breakthrough anywhere. Every area, every dynamic in my life is just great. Uh, amen. Jesus points something out. He says, one day I'm going to go away. They're not fasting now because I'm with them. Why would you pray and fast when I'm standing right here? But one day I'm going to go away and then they will have to fast. Jesus made a mandate here. He says, when I leave, you're going to have to fast for my presence. Things that are instantaneous as I'm here. He's breaking bread, amen. And he's feeding 5,000. He's raising the dead, amen. Jesus said, as long as I am here, my disciples don't need to fast. I'm here, I'm with them. But when I go, there's going to be a spiritual dynamic that if they want that kind of breakthrough, if they want those kind of miracles, if they want to see those kinds of doors open, then and only then are they going to have to fast to see these kind of things take place. And so obviously I want to preach on fasting because I believe this is a dynamic um, this morning of the Christian life that most of us have kind of laid aside as, uh, you know, for the, the super spiritual. And I'm also preaching on fasting, amen, because uh, our Prescott conference is coming up and the entire fellowship is fasting Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And so, amen, we have hundreds and thousands uh, of tens of thousands of people fasting uh, and believing God, amen. But also tonight, this morning, rather, for our own personal breakthroughs, uh, amen, for our lives, our families our churches. Uh, amen. And Jesus said something very powerful. If every area of your life is going well, Jesus said, when I leave, you're going to have to fast. Amen. For my presence. As long as I'm here, my disciples don't need to fast. But when I go, there's going to be a day that they're going to have to fast and believe God. Amen. Like a vacation this morning, church, your breakthrough and mine it's like a vacation. We are here, and when we want to go on vacation, this is the location, wherever it might be. Your breakthrough, my breakthrough is no different. This is where we're at. This is how our life is. This is where we are currently, and this is where we want to be. This is what we want to see in 2021. We want God to answer certain prayers. We don't want to be the same man, the same woman. We don't want to have the same marriage, the same financial situation. We don't want to deal and uh, 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 struggle with the same uh, hang-ups and setbacks and sins. Uh, so this is where we're at, and this is where we want to go. And in a vacation, we prepare to get there, amen, so that we have a good time, it would be memorable. It would be a blessing to us. How much more for a breakthrough? 
So let's look at fasting this morning. Jesus said it very, very plainly this morning. As long as I'm here, the disciples don't need to fast. I'm right here physically with them. But when I go, there's going to be this spiritual, uh, amen, uh, 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 this spiritual breakthrough that's only going to be present or available when you fast. Amen. And so, amen, first and foremost, uh, what we have to do is humble ourselves. We saw that slide every time we open up in prayer, 2 Chronicles seven fourteen. I want to read it to you, amen, because I don't want to misquote it. Uh, this morning, 2 Chronicles seven fourteen says this, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. And so God made us some promises this morning that there is a breakthrough available, that there is healing available, that, amen, his presence is available. He said it's for his people. If my people who are called by my name, that's you and I, that's the church, uh, that's anybody who calls on the name of the Lord God this morning, if my people who are called by my name, he says, will humble themselves. That's what fasting does. It's a humility, amen. It's, a, it's saying, God, you're more of a priority to my life uh, than my daily food, than uh, whatever it is, amen, that you, you usually are involved in on day to day. You're saying, God, I'm going to humble myself uh, and I'm going to put you as a priority for X amount of days, hours, meals, or whatever it might be. If my people humble themselves and pray and seek my face, that's what we're doing during the time of fasting is we're praying and seeking his face. Amen. It says, goes on and says, if they'll turn from their wicked ways, and I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will hear, heal their land. How many people know we need our land healed? Amen. We need America healed. We need, uh, amen, the nations touched. Amen. This is the key this morning, church. Uh, the key this morning is a lifestyle of prayer and fasting. And so we're talking about being preparatory or forethought, uh, forethinkers uh, in 2021. And we're saying, God, we want to see our land healed. God, we want to see marriages restored. God, we want to see finances blessed and an increase. God, we're wanting to see family members saved and redeemed. God, we're wanting to see broken bodies healed. Amen. We read about it in the scripture. God, we want to see that because you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus said, amen, when I go, then you will have to fast. And that's what we want to do. The Bible says, humble yourselves. But then it says, amen, hallelujah. Turn from your wicked ways. Amen. If we're going to be preparatory in this time of uh, prayer and fasting as we enter into 2021. Amen. I think one of the greatest things we could do is just simply ask the Holy Spirit this morning to reveal to us uh, areas of our hearts and lives. Amen. Where we have sin in our lives. Ask the Holy Spirit to convict us this morning, church. Uh, amen. And lead us to repentance. The Bible says the Spirit of God draws people under repentance. Uh, we want God's Spirit this morning to draw us to repentance. Uh, listen, amen. Uh, uh, we need God's Spirit this morning to convict us, amen, of wrongdoing. We need God's Spirit to convict us. Listen, that's not a bad thing. The Bible says, God says, uh, those whom he loves, he chastens. 
Amen. If God didn't love you and I, he would never correct us. A parent that never corrects a child is not a loving parent. Amen. A parent who corrects a child loves that child because he, they want uh, that child's best at well-being. I don't let my children play in the street. I don't let them eat, amen, candy bars every day for dinner. I don't let them play with electrical things because I know it's going to hurt them. And God will convict us and correct us uh, when we are also doing wrong. Have you ever, amen, if you're a parent, have you ever had to try to correct your child and they're like, man, you're just trying to take away my fun. I enjoy this. No, 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 that's going to be very hurtful for you. And so the Bible calls us this morning to repent of sin. Jesus, amen, amen, this morning, church, will we'll, we'll forgive you and I this morning. First John chapter 1 and verses 9, I'll read it to you this morning. First John 1 and verses 9 says, if we confess... Our sins, he, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It says, if we confess, God wants us, amen, in this time, amen, as we're thinking about entering into a new year. Don't just go to sleep tonight and think, oh, 2021 is just going to be better. It will be better if we plan for it to be better. It will be better this morning if we say, God, I want you more this year. It doesn't just happen by putting your Bible under the pillow, amen, and you wake up more holy. It just doesn't work that way. But the Bible says if we confess our sins, we need the Spirit of God this morning to convict us. Because how many people know sometimes, amen, we sin and we're not convicted about it, amen, until God all of a sudden starts knocking on that door. It could be through a conversation with another Christian man or Christian woman as they're talking. All of a sudden, the Spirit of God begins to convict us about something we said, did, amen, or, or whatever. Maybe it's through a sermon. could be through a song, amen, a Christian song or, amen, just daily devotional God, God's spirit begins to convict us and reveal things. He's allowing that this morning, not to bring condemnation, but that we would confess and forsake this morning, church. And the Bible says when we do, he will forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So in 2021, church, let's prepare our hearts for revival. Let's prepare for our breakthrough. And this is one of the steps is God, amen, convict me of my wrongdoings. Convict me, amen, of my wrong attitudes. Convict me, amen, of my wrong relationships. Convict me, amen, of my wrong spending habits. Convict me, whatever it might be this morning, amen. Let's ask God's spirit, God, direct me. That's what David said, God. Lead me and guide me. Show me your way. That's what we need to do this morning. Break through, amen. This morning will happen for you and I when we prepare our hearts for breakthrough. We also need to seek forgiveness. Amen. Mark chapter 11, verses 29. <clears throat> Jesus says this, Mark eleven twenty-nine. If I can get there. As we're seeking, amen, for God to forgive us, we also must forgive others. Mark eleven twenty nine 29 says this, but Jesus answered and said to them, <clears throat> I'm sorry, Mark eleven twenty five, 25. And, whatever you, and whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses, 
But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. So think about Jesus' words. Those are powerful words. He says that when we come, amen, and we're going to enter into a time of prayer, which we're about to do, enter a time of prayer and fasting because we want to break through. We want to be different. We want to see God turn the page. We want to see 2021 be different than 2020. Amen. It doesn't just simply happen. Amen. You don't go to sleep and just decide the next day you're leaving for California. You make some decisions along the way. And so we're wanting God to move. We're wanting God to answer. We're wanting God to breathe on us. And Jesus said, and when you stand praying, when you enter into a time of prayer, he says, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. And so as we're confessing and forsaking, we also must remember God. I also, amen, forgive, amen, whatever the situation might be. God wants us to forgive others, amen, and leave, amen, them in his hands this morning. And so if we want a breakthrough, if we want to be different in 2021, if we want, amen, our hearts to be prepared for revival, for God to answer, this is one of the steps. God says, forgive. Peter, amen, thought he had it good. He says, Lord, amen. If someone sins against me, I'm going to forgive them up to seven times. And Peter thought he was doing well because the loss had just turned the other cheek, right? If somebody strikes you and does you wrong, turn the other cheek. That's twice. Peter says, I'm going to go above and beyond and above and beyond and above and beyond. I'm going to forgive them seven times. And he came kind of pretty puffed up thinking, man, I'm, I'm pretty hot stuff here. And he came to Jesus and said, Lord, if anyone sins against me, I'm going Four times, three times above the law. I'm going to forgive them seven times. Jesus looked at him and said, Peter, not seven times, but 70 times seven. And Jesus obviously wasn't putting a mathematical limit, amen, on that, amen. But he was literally saying, Peter, amen, your little tiny number of forgiveness doesn't compare to eternity. I want you to forgive, amen, every time someone wrongs you. And so this morning, Jesus, amen, his own words, if you have a Bible and it's marked in red, these are Jesus's words. If you do not forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive you your trespasses. That is a scary scripture this morning, church. Because it's easy for our hearts, amen, to hold resentment and bitterness, uh, amen, and still come to the altar and say, God, forgive me when we're holding other people captive. And God wants us to release them. He wants us to leave them into his hands and let him deal with them. Amen. And so, amen, one of the other steps that we need to do, prepare uh, for our breakthrough in 2021. And notice I'm saying for our breakthrough, because listen, I believe God's going to give, uh, amen, breakthrough in 2021 is not only repent of sin, not only be hum uh, humble, uh, humble ourselves before God, not only seek, amen, uh, forgiveness and to forgive others, but also to fill our hearts with spiritual things. We are really good at filling ourselves with things that we enjoy, amen, in life, uh, uh, but how about spiritual things? Ephesians 5.18 says these words, and do not be drunk with wine in which is dispensation, but be filled with the Spirit. So God calls us this morning to be filled with the things of God. 
We fill our calendar, we fill our life, we fill our day, amen, with things, amen. Do we have any time carved out in our day-to-day, our week, our month, our year, on our calendar to fill ourselves with the things of God other than Sunday morning? Thank God you're, amen, in the house of God. But listen this morning, the Bible says, be filled with the Spirit How can we be filled with the spirit of God? Amen. You know, if I if I had a five gallon bucket and I filled it to the top, uh, it's it's full. There's no room for anything else. And so, amen, we may have to get rid of some things in our lives that are filling us so that we can be filled with God's spirit. This has to do with a desire, amen. Listen, uh, this morning we must desire more of God. And I believe that's why you're here. That's why you're watching online is because we desire, amen, uh, to be filled with God's spirit. We want more of God. I believe that's why you're here this morning. That's why you're listening, amen, to this sermon is because, God, I want more of you. And it doesn't just happen, amen. Uh, I've got a lot of desires, but most of them don't happen. I would say a good percentage of them don't just simply happen because we have a desire. There has to be some steps. There has to be some forethought. There has to be some preparation and some following after those desires. And so the Bible calls us to be filled with the things of God. One of the other steps, amen, as we get ready to close this message this morning is preparing for our breakthrough is faith. Believing God, believing God. Bible says, amen, in Hebrews chapter 11 and verses 6 this morning, that <clears throat> Hebrews eleven six says, but without faith, is a, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Diligently. That means they don't give up. When they knock and the door's not open, they don't, oh, just it's not my lot in life or things just aren't working out or God's not hearing or God doesn't care and all the lies the enemy likes to throw our way. Amen. Those that come to God must believe that he is. God, I believe that you're able to do this. That's why Paul, the apostle, wrote, I can do all things through Christ, who is my strength. He says, I'm not able to do this in my own ability, but God, this is a God, amen, uh, thing. And so Paul had faith this morning. God, I believe you're able to move this mountain. You may be here, you're facing a mountain, 2020, amen, piled it on, and your life just is enormous, the problems, the issues. uh, But 2021, you're going to be able to say, God, I believe you can move that mountain. God, I believe you, amen, if you don't move the mountain, I believe you're able to give me shoes, uh, amen, that sustain me to climb and be victorious, amen, over that mountain. God is able this morning, church, uh, to move mountains, amen, and to help you and I. And the Bible gives us this one last key or this last aspect of this sermon this morning as we believe him to prepare for a breakthrough in 2021 as we set our hearts, uh, amen, on, on seeking God in a time of prayer and fasting as God I'm going to believe you for the things that you said in your word. Can we believe him? Can we trust him? Can we ask him, amen, in faith? And ask him, amen, in faith. See, the Bible says, by faith, Noah, divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, 
prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. God says, Noah, build a big boat, man. It's going to rain. There was no rain before Noah's day. If you read in the Old Testament, amen, Genesis, amen, the Bible says that the, 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 the moisture of the earth, the earth's atmosphere just watered itself. There was no reason to rain prior. Rain was, amen, it first came down. It was an informant of judgment. The fountains of the deep, amen, there's great earthquakes. There was pockets of water, amen, came shooting out of the ground. The earth broke open. The fountains of the deep broke open. And so, amen, the Bible says Noah divinely warned. You know what? God is warning America. God is warning the world with all the things that we see going on. And the Bible says he moved it was warned by things not yet seen, but he moved with godly fear, preparing an ark, saving his household. Amen. If we're going to have a breakthrough in 2021, amen, it has rippling effects. Noah, amen, became this morning, according to the Bible, the heir of righteousness, which is according to faith. We are the recipients of that same promise, that same blessing this morning, church, uh, as we believe the same God to do same miraculous things in our lives uh, to help our family sustain us. Amen. In 2021, to save and redeem, to heal the sick. Uh, amen. To see people come off the streets uh, and get healed. Amen. People come into the house of God and become saved and redeemed. God's able to do great things. And so, amen, as we close off this message this morning and we prepare our hearts this morning, our hearts, our minds to receive the breakthrough that God has for us. We enter into a time of prayer and fasting with our fellowship. Amen. This coming Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. We've got to humble ourselves, repent of sin, forgive others, fill your hearts and your minds with spiritual things, and believe God is able to do anything amen small and great and i want to tell you that we'll have great great breakthrough if we'll just apply these small and these this is not an exhaustive sermon and i've not hit every aspect of prayer fasting or believing god but these are just some of the things i wanted to highlight this morning as we're believing god for breakthrough amen in the next days and weeks to come let's enter this time amen with faith and courage saying god you're going to do great things hallelujah let's trust him amen let's bow our hearts and our heads this morning for listening to the sermon podcast of the Virginia Beach Potter's House Church. Were you blessed by today's message? Let us know. Please leave us a rating on Apple Podcast or on Podchaser. We'll be back next time with another life-changing word from heaven. God bless.